Hi, this is Alex Romanovich, your host, and welcome to Global Edge Talk. Today on COVID Convo, we are here again with Dr. Wendy Tong. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Alex. We're talking about a very interesting and very disturbing topic related to COVID pandemic, and that is the scams and the scam artists and the fraud, especially as it touches our elderly uh, who are vulnerable mentally, who are vulnerable physically, it's, it's becoming a big issue. So Dr. Wendy and I will be talking about this topic today. I've heard recently that even Amazon is now going through the entire uh, database of their suppliers and filtering out those who either cannot deliver or have delivered replacement items, which are not at par with what was ordered. So this is a, becoming a very big issue. Dr. Wendy, let's talk about this topic and what, what's the state of the state? Tell us a little bit about why this is such a, um, a big issue and what can really, aside from the fact that it's fraud, the items are fraudulent and the practices are fraudulent, what harm could it also deliver to our, the elderly and seniors? Yes, you know, uh, here in America, we like to take things in our own hands and in our own control. And of course, you know, part of the, that is as we're faced with the pandemic, this helplessness in, in this tsunami of the pandemic. And uh, what you see is the American spirit of taking things into our own hands. And gosh, you know, uh, uh, we're hearing inconsistent recommendations from maybe politicians and healthcare experts, so-called health experts. And so a lot of Americans are, you know, going out there and purchasing, whether it's personal protective equipment, PPE, or test kits, or treatments. And, you know, the concern is that if you're getting something that's, you know, faulty or ineffective or defective, that, you know, the risk or the harm can actually vary. It could be, you know, the least dangerous is probably buying a mask and it's not really of N95 quality or whatever it's advertised at as and it still provides some facial covering but it may not be sufficient barrier for you know certain size respiratory droplets however you know if somebody were to purchase a treatment and it's not only ineffective it could be harmful or toxic and then test results test kits are out there and uh what if somebody got a false negative and it gave them a false sense of security and they were out and about in the community um, still carrying the infection and being a source of continued spread of the infection. So the the risks and you know the harm is actually very significant. And the thing is, you know, because uh, the some of these private purveyors are not legally licensed, there's really no quality assurance or tracking mechanism, um, you know, to safeguard the consumer. It's, it's incredible. It's, uh, it's almost becoming a wild, wild west with all of these um, different scams, you know, the fake insurance plans, the assistance with legal tax documentation, the processing of the uh, PPP, subscriptions, fraudulent health products, charity sweeps. The, oh, my God. It truly is a wild, wild west, isn't it? So yes. um, what happens if you have a remote situation? What happens if you have a family um, you know, a mom and dad who are elderly and they live remotely, like as in my case, uh, how can I educate him? How can I, you know, 
my father, by the way, calls me on a regular basis saying, hey, I just got a call from, you know, from a bank who says that, you know, I owe them money. Or uh, there was a famous scam involved with uh, IRS or something like that. So truly, how can I uh, make sure that they do not become the victim of that particular fraud? Yes, the elderly are particularly vulnerable. Um, there's, you know, a number of factors that contribute to that. A lot of times they might have some, you know, cognitive impairment. Um, maybe, you know, they're um, more uh, easily you know, trusting of somebody who is actually reaching out to them and giving them time because a lot of our seniors are very lonely and they end up, you know, putting trust in people who seem to be making that human connection with them. So in your case, Alex, it's great that you, you know, engage in regular conversation with your parents. Um, and, you know, that is, you know, one of the key ways of uh, preventing you know, elder abuse in a, in a family member who, who could be living remotely um, because you really, you know, get to understand their life and who are the people they're talking to and what are the kinds of conversations these people, uh, they're having with these people and if these people are providing aid and support to your parents, you know, in what form is it? You know, of course, you'd be worried if they were, you know, um, uh, involved in any financial transactions or, you know, asking about personal information or financial information. So it's great that you have this close relationship with your parents. And I think a lot of adult children um, sometimes are a little hesitant in being involved in their parents' financial decisions. And that's one thing I would say for adult children of elderly parents is don't be afraid to say, hey, you know, offer yourself as it's not to take away from your parents' independence, but to have an additional level of oversight, you know, and accounting. And also, if there were an emergency, that you can step in, you know, to manage those affairs. Um, so, you know, that regular contact is really key. And then the other things you can tell your parents is that if they were to hire anybody, like a contractor or delivery or some sort of service, is to request a verification of identity or even get some contact information or references um, or even ask if they have a background check or is it okay for, for your parents to do a background check on them or you can take that over from them. Um, and then really instruct your parents to never make any like on the spot um, at the moment, you know, purchases or financial decisions. Um, and uh, one of the things that uh, I just found out about is that there's a national do not call list. And the number is 1-888-382-1222. I know, Alex, you usually um, provide a transcription of these podcasts and we'll Absolutely. include that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, these are um, a number of specific actions that you as an adult child, you know, can can implement to um, protect your parents. Great points. And we, uh, our audience, uh, rest assured that we will be providing this uh, detailed information, uh, the list of remedies, the list of things to watch for and the telephone numbers. Dr. Wendy, so if you suspect that they've been a victim of a scam, a fraudulent activity. What else can you do? I'm a member of AARP, and you mentioned to me before that AARP has some kind of a um, um, you know, scenario as well to, to assist with the prevention. 
Yes, the AARP has a fraud watch helpline where they can not only give tips and advice for uh, people like you or your parents, um, consumers to spot scams and what actions to take, but they can also offer emotional support and they can also make referrals to law enforcement, you know, help guide you through, you know, what are maybe um, reporting procedures. And the number to the AARP fraud watch helpline is 1-877-908-3360. And I can't underemphasize, you know, the importance of reporting suspected fraudulent activity. You don't have to be a victim, but if you do even suspect that there's fraudulent activity going on, to report it. Right now, only one in three cases, um, and that might be you know, an underrepresented number, are actually reported. And uh, we are in this together, just like we are all in this together to prevent the spread of COVID. We're all in this together to report suspected fraudulent activity um, so that uh, we can you know, mitigate this in our communities. And I've actually personally, uh, being a, a business owner, I've had multiple um, incidences where it's, it's suspicious and I've put in reports to the Better Business Bureau, I've put in reports to the FBI. I don't know what comes of it, but at least you know, to uh, be a part of, you know, the community to watch out for, for everybody else. But I think a frank conversation and, um, you know, just the constant communications with parents, elders, seniors, to give them some examples of some of the, of some of the things that are taking place. I mean, it's in the news all the time. And sometimes they, um, uh, they may not get to all of the information. They may not have the ability to peruse all the channels and so forth. So I think this is another great point of conversation to talk to your parents about, to say, listen, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. There's just a lot of activity. Please be careful. Please be aware of, uh, you know, double check. Talk to me, the, the, the son, the daughter, the, the grandchildren. Talk to me. Let's do this together. And, you know, if you want something, uh, we could certainly help you and assist you in providing that uh, that information or item or something like this. But uh, clearly, um, you know, this is a great channel for communications as well. Absolutely. Dr. Wendy, thank you so much. Very important topic, very short topic, but extremely important. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about various topics, you know, that, that, that are taking place right now, the news that are happening by the minute right, involving COVID uh, scenario, how it unravels in our country globally. And we do appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate your information. We appreciate your knowledge. Thank you so much. And looking forward to our next episode. Thanks always, Alex.